and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to Mother Earth, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to, again, empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram at The LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at thelyfoundation.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here, and we're actually switching it up today um, because we're featuring the December Teammate Spotlight. It is my birthday month, so we're going to showcase a little bit more about my my story, get a little bit behind the scenes on it. <laughs> and Juan's going to lead the way, so he's going to be the host today. I'm host Juan today. <laughs> so, uh, Hi, Juan. So yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I cannot complain. <laughs> All right. So so we'll be highlighting Miss Monica here and we're going to just dive right into it. You know, so I came up with some questions mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, first I really wanted to, you know, get into w- what led you down this path to create the Love Yourself Foundation. Well, you know, it, it can be a very, very long story. So I'll, I'll condense it some for sake of time. Really, what led me down this road was uh, my story, you know, of of learning to love myself and realizing the connection that mental health actually has with our with all with all relationships, including our relationship with Earth. And so, I, I would say that it, it really began for me um, at the end of 2016. Uh, and and I've, I know I've talked about this previously, uh, but at that at that point, I started to have a depression, and that was really the beginning of a deep, deep awakening uh, that I felt like I really needed to go through um, to get to the point that I'm at now in life. And going through about a year of going through depression, um, anxiety, panic attacks, a near death experience, I felt like the most the the most darkness I had ever felt really up in really my whole life. And just navigating through that healing process showed me how important it is to have community. And also as a you know lifelong environmentalist and all the sustainability work I've done and the campaign work, the programming, I thought, you know what, why not utilize the skill set that I've been able to accumulate over the years um, to creating an organization all about um, loving yourself and helping others understand the connection it has in building a better world. Then it all starts with you. Yes. Well, I'm happy you created the Love Yourself Foundation because you guys have definitely helped me out a lot. It wouldn't be the same without you. So thank you. Well, thank you. (laughs) All right. So I know a a big part of uh, the LYF mission is, you know, creating a better, more harmonious planet Earth by starting off creating a more harmonious self, inner self. Mm -hmm. So I guess my question would be, um, 
leading from the previous question. So how, how has uh, LYF helped you in your own journey? Tremendously, you know, because uh, at, at this point, I see, you know, I see the Love Yourself Foundation as like its own energy, you know, like its own entity. And like, I feel like I am, I'm a steward of it. And as all, as we all have become also for the, for it. Right. So it has helped me to, it helped me back in 2017 to redefine my purpose because at that point I was really lost. You know, I, I had quit my job. I had questioned so much, you know, that whole year of what I stood for. I had to like, again, really, truly uh, redefine what I stood for as a, as a human, as a person that um, I am, I'm very purpose driven. And so if I don't feel like I am serving, I actually, I get depressed (laughs) and that's just who I am. And I'm sure a lot of folks can identify with that. And so during that time, I went through a brief time where I was like, oh my goodness, what do I stand for? What do I, what am I serving? And so when I put energy with, um, putting energy to the to the ideas that I had been accumulating about this concept of loving yourself. I kid you not, like it really was like one day to the next where I started to feel instantly better. Like at that time, I was actually for about two months, I during that time period in 2017, I was dealing with suicidal thoughts and I was reading a book called The Hidden Wholeness, which I really recommend. And during that time, there was an excerpt similar to what I just said, how like when I don't feel like I'm in service, I get depressed. And in the book, he talks about that. Like if we see ourselves as souls, a lot of times if our soul feels like they're like it's lost, then it could be it could lead to suicide because it's like, well, why am I here? And so it's and of course, dealing with those feelings and thoughts are really scary. Um, I would. I was really scared going through those thoughts, but I just really leaned on my yoga practice and my spirituality to help me through it. And when I read that part in that book, it helped me to see, oh my goodness, like this is exactly what I'm going through. And I'm like, I don't want to check out. So I'm like, I, I just need to redefine what I stand for. So again, I just started putting energy into these the idea of the Love Yourself Foundation before I knew what it was going to be called. And like I said before, it literally was like one day to the next. Like when I started putting energy into this idea for an organization around this idea, those I'm not kidding, like the, the suicidal thoughts, they were gone. I no longer had them. And so when that happened, I remember I cried. I was just so happy and grateful. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, you know, I'm figuring it out. And, and so honestly, the Love Yourself Foundation saved me. Honestly, it really saved me is why I'm still alive. And, and not only, and at, and at the same time, like it's, I don't want to like, it's not just, it's not putting attachment to it. Like in a lot of ways, yeah, like I am, but it's also just uh, helping me every day to become a more whole version of myself. A daily reminder, constant daily reminder to truly live by these values that the Love Yourself Foundation puts forward. And so, yes, I am the founder, but like a lot of folks talk about like, this is my art. Yes, I like, I, I dabble with visual arts, but my art form is building programs and building organizations. And, and so the fact that I get to use my art, my skill set 
to do this not only enriches my life, but enriches me by knowing that it's helping so many people. So it's such a gift. It's truly a gift. And so I have immense gratitude to the Love Yourself Foundation and and everybody now involved. And the fact that I get to do this makes life really fun. I don't know if you remember this, but when I first met you, we were talking about, uh, you're, you're asking me, are you a generator? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, then I understood what you meant. And it's just so funny because, uh, you know, you're, you're definitely a generator of all these energies and just really getting things going. And it's so nice because they're getting to know you some more and, you know, uh, and being an LYF, I really see, you know, what it means to be a generator. And I'm just like, wow, Monica really does, you know, uh, embody that whole concept and idea of just generating all these like energies that just go on and creating these ripples, you know, within communities, which is great. You know, mm. you're, you're doing amazing work and it's showing. Thanks Juan. I couldn't do it without you guys. <laughs> hey. uh, and this brings me into my whole next concept of talking about the hero's journey. Right. Mm-hmm. So I really, love your story because I really it really reminds me of the hero's journey and it reminds me of all the things that you know us as an organization what we've gone through doing you know the hero's journey event and so I really wanted to like you know go first full circle with like you know bringing it back to that point of talking about how you're you are on your own hero's journey right and uh I guess you know how has this journey you know like what has this journey shown you and what what have you gained from you know, going through your own hero's journey, what lessons can you share? Yeah, man, I would say, I guess my first pivotal hero's journey was uh, back in 2016 and 2017, where I talked about it a a little, I've talked about it. Um, And I remember just for me, a pivotal point was returning to uh, my motherland, which is Spain. Um, And I've grown up going there most of my life since I was a baby. I would spend my summers over there, but I just always had this desire to spend long, like a longer period of time there. And in 2017, when I quit my job, I was like, okay, I think this is the time. This is the time to spend the extended amount of time that I've always wanted to. And at the same time, what a great time it came because I was healing. You know, it took about a year for my PTSD to go away. And it took about, uh, yeah, I would say a year for my anxiety to get to healthy levels again. And so Spain had a huge, huge, huge influence on that. And not only that, it gave me the opportunity to uh, work on the Love Yourself Foundation. So that year that I was living over there, I taught English to kids and that was always something I wanted to do. I wanted to always get to that experience of, of teaching children. Because at that point, I had um, taught high school students and worked with college age students and adults, and but never little kids. So it was such a great opportunity. And the way that my schedule was, was so good because I didn't work too many hours. So most of the day was really was for me and my healing. And then in addition to that, the creative process of creating OIF. And so and what what and how what a joy it was because then I came back to Vegas at the end of 2018. And then in December of 2018 was when we did our very first Love Yourself Expression event, which was truly like the beginning of getting the community to learn more about the Love Yourself Foundation. And so I, that, that was my first pivotal hero's journey. That was like the defining moment. 
Um, and I've had, I would say I've had two since then. Like this year has been a wild ride and I'm sure a lot of us can relate to it because even when I went to the farm, that was, that was a, another hero journey on its own. And even now recently having spent four months in Spain this year was like another, another one. So I guess the biggest point, the biggest lessons to share from these experiences is to trust yourself, trust the call. You know, before I, I followed my intuition to spend the year in Spain initially, I was really scared. You know, I was really scared to do it. I had all these reasons why it was not the good time to do it. I had built up a lot of excuses over the years. But what I've realized now, having built a healthier relationship with my intuition, is that your intuition is never wrong. And it's always, and it's never going to lead you, it may not lead to uh, easy things, but it's not going to lead you to danger. Like in my experience, you know, it just, it hasn't, you know, it always leads me sure to challenges, but I'm always safe and protected because I believe that, you know, I I truly believe that the universe is protecting us all always, you know, whatever your belief systems are, whatever you want to refer to this higher power, we do have an energy that unites all of us and is protecting us. So, and protecting our expansion and our, our learning. So I guess my biggest advice is to answer the call and to trust the call. Trust yourself. <laughs> so yeah, I would say like that's my so biggest thing. So much truth in all that. You know, <laughs> I feel like you have to really trust. Yeah. I feel like when you, when you trust the process, then, you know, life really does bless you with so much more, you know, so much more opportunities, so much more blessings. It's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But uh, I really like the fact that you brought up the farm because one of the questions I really wanted to ask was, you know, I know you lived on a farm for a little while there. So what did, uh, what did you learn living on the farm? Just anything. What did it teach you? Yeah, you know, I was actually reflecting on that. And this year I find, and I'm sure a lot of us can relate, is I feel like I've learned discipline a lot this year. It's like my, I already had daily practices, you know, with yoga and in meditation, but it's it's gone to another level now that I that it was different from earlier in the year, and I couldn't have done it without this year, honestly. And and the farm is a whole other wow. That's like a boot camp because it's you have to wake up to do the work because if you don't do the work, the the vegetables are gonna rot, or you know the the garden will be unkept. And why why waste valuable food? So it's like you just, there's no, there's no choice. You just, you have to get up and you have to do the work. And it's so rewarding because yeah, it can be daunting at first uh, and it can be overwhelming. But once you get into that rhythm, you realize like you're just, you're getting more in sync with the rhythm of earth. And that's, you know, what we're, we are connected to earth. We are earth. So it's uh, from on one angle. Yeah. It can be perceived as really tough and it can be really tiring, But from another perspective, it's extremely rewarding. And I think it's very uh, symbolic of life that if you wake up every day and you show up, maybe you don't feel the best, but just by showing up, you are doing it. And the rewards are phenomenal. You know, when you, as an example, I was just reminiscing on uh, my greenhouse, my greenhouse, not my greenhouse, but the greenhouse that I took care of a lot with um, myself and my my farm comrade, <laughs> Renee. We planted tomato plants together uh, when we first arrived, pretty much. We, pl- we planted an insane amount of plants 
like over, I would say definitely over a hundred, maybe even more. And to see the process of seeing the tomato plants growing to the point where by the time I, I left to go to Spain, like the tomato plants had grown taller than me. And just the relationship I cultivated with these tomatoes was amazing. Like I felt a lot of love every time I walked in there because sure, like once you've planted and the watering, but then you have to take care of the pruning of the the plant. And then you have to obviously pick the tomatoes. And so you really build a really a bond. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, I know in my family, they laugh about me. They laugh, they laugh at me when I talk about like getting having a relationship with a plant, but it's true. It's like you can totally have a relationship with the plant. They're a living being. They have energy going through them just like you do. And uh, so there's going to be an energy exchange there. And sure, they may not talk to you with words, but you can feel, you know, you feel their energy and, and it's, and they, they feel you, you know, they know that you're taking care of the, of it. So that was a little bit of a tangent, but just uh, just that, I think discipline, discipline, show up and do the work and the rewards are phenomenal. They are and abundant. That's beautiful. Very well said. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> this brings me to the next point, which was actually, because uh, I know you're an environmentalist. So, you know, I wanted us to definitely talk about that mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe share some ways to minimize people's carbon footprints, you know, just ways to help out the environment, at least, you know, share your knowledge of what you've learned. Yeah. I guess my biggest thing is to, I think over the years, what I've learned is minimizing and reusing. You know, we 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 all grew up with reduce, reuse, recycle. Um, and my mentor um, early on in college, she would always say, she said people should just focus more on reusing. Yes, recycling is good, but then that takes that's a whole other that's more energy being utilized, right? So the more that we can reuse, the better. And I mean, there's super cool thrift shops now, and then now there's so many online thrift shops too. Um, and then with different apps that, that allow you to sell your things and get other things that are in sec- secondhand that are in good condition. Um, so that I would challenge folks to, you know, reuse as much as you can and minimize. And you really, you know, this year I've lived with so little because much as far as like clothes, as an example, like when I went to the farm, I only took a backpack's worth of clothes, right? And then when I Recently, when I was in Spain, I only had like a suitcase worth of it. And I've lived so happy. I'm like, I don't even remember the rest of the stuff I have. And you just realize all this stuff just accumulates. And and just I think another thing is just remember realizing how much energy goes into creating everything, like literally everything. So the more that we can reduce, the better, in my opinion. Um, and then when it comes to diet... I am not an environmentalist that pushes vegetarianism or veganism because I realize that everyone is different. Yes, of course, those diets are better for the planet. I myself am a pescatarian, so I still do eat. Um, I eat fish, but not always. You know, I do try my best to stay veg- have a vegetarian diet as much as I can. But that I find is very personal. You know, it's a very personal thing. Um, and I think the, even if it's, let's say, one day a week, you minimize your meat intake. That's huge. And, re- and I think now, too, especially since we are in a, such a consumer 
uh, society. A term that I learned from one of my favorite professors at UNLV, Dr. Fitrell. He's an environmental sociologist and he specializes in uh, social movements as well. And he taught us this term called consumer activism. So like even, even if we think that by consuming, the act of consuming isn't bad per se, it's just where you're putting your dollars toward. So like as an example, like a hydro flask, it's a reusable water bottle. Uh, yeah, it's expensive, but that's going to last you for a long time. And imagine the amount of plastic bottles that you are saving from entering the landfill. So it's like little these short-term investments that have long-term gains. So the, the more that we can, and even the, the, I'm sure folks have heard of uh, minimalism, the documentary, and I know there's a book, even them, they preach about yeah, get nice things, but don't get don't have a ton. Maybe have like ten nice outfits that you can reuse a lot, uh, or that it'll last you for a while. So thinking thinking long term with what we purchase and how we really can vote with our dollars, it goes a long way. Yes, that is the truth. <clears throat> our money really does go a long way, and it really does have more influence than we uh, than we believe. Mm-hmm. You know, we have so much power, and I feel like people forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, you really like they they need hands. like they need us, right, to be purchasing. So we have so much. We really do have so much power. And so this leads me to my next question of asking why protecting the planet is so important to you. Hmm. <laughs> I like that question. I think for me, it just uh, it's home. You know, Earth is home. And without Earth, we wouldn't be here, and neither would the other living beings. So, you know, Earth gives us so much every day. Like our, we have our water, food, air. You know, these essential things that we we literally couldn't exist if they weren't here. Um, so for me, it's just that, just protecting, being kind to what gives us life, and always keeping that at the forefront of my mind. Uh, and for me, I mean, it's, I started this relationship very young when I was a little girl. I was first exposed to uh, Fern Gully when I was four. And then when I was eight, I read, and, I'm, and I've talked about this before, but I read The Great Kapok Tree, which is a story about um, a man that's going to cut down this majestic tree. And then while he, then he ends up having a nap by it. And then all these little critters tell him why he shouldn't cut it down. And then uh, by the end of the book, he he doesn't cut it down. And then the author uh, wrote a letter to her readers and telling us that you can be the change. And just that act, that act of her believing in us little kids, you know, really giving us that respect meant a lot to me. It really empowered me. And that's really what changed my life from that point forward. Um so it's just, it's a mixture of just so much, just a lot of love, a lot of love for earth, a lot of love for all that love earth does and hoping people realize that to take care of our home, take care of each other. Yes. Love that. Such a beautiful answer. <laughs> um, so this now brings me to, you know, full circle here, you know, mm-hmm. cause I feel like we've, uh, we've seen where you've been. We see where you're at. Now I want to see where you're going. You know, so, you know, where do you see yourself going in the next few years or, you know, what are your plans? Like, where, where, where is your motivation taking you? Uh, oh man, I love this question because I see this year we've been offered an opportunity. I believe that fundamentally, yes, there's so much suffering and 
it's been really hard and there's been so many days of just feeling like what is happening and just feeling distraught. But, you know, just kind of saying like that discipline that I've learned even more this year of just like, you know what, just get back up and just show up and see that there is still so many, there's opportunity if we want, if we want opportunity, there is opportunity. And, uh, and I like to think of hardship or any difficult emotion as our fertilizer. Like we are a lot like plants, human beings, and we might not, you know, be planted in the dirt, but you know, we, we abide by the same cycles of life. And so I use darker, darker shades of emotion as my fertilizer for growth. Um, and I'm so grateful because I really feel like I've grown a lot as an individual and it's propelled me to think about really, really pushing forward of, of becoming uh, more autonomous and how I can help folks. So I, I'm currently, this past summer, I became Reiki level two certified. So I'm, I've, I've begun the Reiki path and I'm so happy. I love it. It's really changed my life. And now um, I just started a kinesiology certification, which will be for the 10 month program. Uh, and it's fun because I'm doing it with the school in Spain. So it's still like, you know, I'm, I might be here in the US now, but it's, I'm still very much connected to, uh, to Spain, of course. And then I'm going to get a coaching certification. So I'm like in this, mo- I'm in this student mode right now. Of like, okay, how can I, what, how can I build up my skill set, not only to help myself, but to help more people. And then eventually I do want to get my master's degree uh, next year, I'm thinking in count in a form in a in counseling or psychology related field. I just really want to continue to help people and empower people and help folks realize that yes, life is going to be hard, but it's what we do about it that makes the the ultimate difference. It's our choice with it that defines us. So that's me. And with LYF, I'm seeing such beautiful growth too. And it's such a pleasure to see how we've all grown. I mean, I think all, everybody, I can, I can say like everybody within the Live Yourself Foundation has taken this year seriously. And at the same time, being as lighthearted as we can be too in the process, but everyone's grown so much and our, our team has gotten so much stronger um, as a result. And I'm just so grateful of it all. And with LIF becoming a 501c3 and our, our continued relationship with Ferguson's and other projects coming our way, like I, I see beautiful things happening for, for us in 2021. And uh, I just can't wait for us to expand our scope of service to help more people. Really love that response. So it's such a good one. So <laughs> well <you>. articulated. <laughs> and yes, I kind of agree more. I see that most, a lot of us here have grown, all of us actually. You know, we've all been putting in a lot of work this year and I see it, you know, I see everyone really big moves and it's really nice. All right. Well, I'm going to make a community-based question here, okay? All right. So I guess if there is one message you can give the community, you know, any community, the Vegas community, whatever community you identify best with, what would that message be? To just keep moving forward. <laughs> just keep moving forward. And in any moment where you feel, I mean, this year has been filled with so many setbacks, 
But I think the more that when, when these setbacks happen, the more that we can see it as being redirected, I think the easier it becomes for our mental health to kind of uh, get a good grasp on what's coming. And it doesn't mean you have to like the redirection at first. It can, it can be very frustrating. But allow the pivot, I would say. Allow whatever's trying to come into your life, allow it. And a great, great book that has helped me is called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Uh, and he talks about that, just how like, like life has literally made him surrender and learn how to. And I, I identify the same way. Like, yes, I'm a pretty, um, I would say, I like to be open for the opportunity and I'm, I'm good. I'm pretty, I would say I'm pretty good when it comes to having to become flexible, but I haven't, I wouldn't say I've always been like this either though. Like I've always that the Virgo in me, which I, I'm a, I'm a Virgo moon. And it's interesting because with my Sagittarius, it, it creates a very interesting combination because <laughs> I have like my free spirit nature, but then I need organization too. So, um, Life has done that for me as well. Life has showed me that you have to surrender sometimes. It's just easier. It just it, There's less restriction. There's less uh, frustration involved when you're like, okay, I'm accepting what's coming. What can I do about it now? Uh, and it, it gets easier with practice. I'm by no means a master of it. But I would, I'd like to think that I've definitely gotten a lot better these past four years, especially like, honestly, the biggest teacher for me was the panic attacks and the anxiety. Like, honestly, it didn't get better until I surrendered to the pain of what I wasn't trying to um, face. And the moment that I, I faced the root, that's when it started to get better. And the root for me was a fear of dying because of my near-death experience I cultivated the PTSD and I cultivated uh, the anxiety and the panic attacks. So the panic attacks and all that were, it was a manifestation of a lot of things, but a lot of it was to just face the fact that there will be a day that I will die. Um, and maybe a long time, you know, it might be years from now, but having seen death so close, it just made it that much more real. But I'm grateful. I can happily say that I'm very grateful of that experience now because I say I think it's definitely helping me have a healthier relationship with life and life cycles. So, so yeah, my message for community is keep moving forward, um, surrender, and honestly know that you're, you're protected and to trust. That was beautiful. <laughs> you know, I'm really happy that, uh, you know, you're still here, that, you know, you're pushing through and you're moving forward because you've been a big catalyst here in Vegas. And that's really nice to to know that people like you exist, people that are really trying to build community, that are really trying to create things that are going to have many more ripples that are just going to, you know, keep creating more community and, you know, creating more love for the planet, you know, creating a more harmonious earth which is really nice you know because you are a generator which is something <laughs> you really need for you know more people like you to exist you know so thank you for everything you do monica i really do appreciate it mm -hmm. thank you juan i appreciate those words and ah uh, but i mean i can't stress enough that i could not be doing this without all of you and the the amazing team that we've been able to cultivate and just to see all of you so about it like me, you know, it's like, that's my dream come true. And cause I can't do this by myself. No way, you know? 
So just so grateful that the universe has truly brought me the right people. And not only, you know, not, we go beyond teammates or fam, you know, and, and I, I'm just so grateful I have you guys. And what a way to just end the year. And so grateful that, you know, I'm here to see 31. <laughs> And, you know, bring on 2021. We got this. We got this. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So happy to have you here. So happy to be a part of this journey. It's been such a very fun roller coaster ride (laughs) with the LYF Foundation. Man, so, so good. So, so good. But yeah, thank you, Juan, for, for being you and like just your art and just your optimism and just your skill set in general and your kind heartedness, your warm heartedness. So thank you for being here. Always, sister. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Awesome. Well, I know I'm hosting this thing, so, <laughs> uh, you know, I can't really think of any better way to end it. Honestly, mm-hmm. that was such a beautiful response to the question and Honestly, everything was very well articulated. Really do appreciate you sharing all you did, you know, and I'm sure that this is going to go out and inspire many more people. Mm, I hope so. That's what we're doing it, right? (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Juan. You did so great. I love seeing you as the host. You have to do it more. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely will. (laughs) Thank you for having me as a host. Honestly, this was pretty fun. Of course. Thank you. So from the Love Yourself Foundation, I want to say thank you for, you know, listening and tuning in. It's definitely a blessing to have people who are so interested in all the community-based things we're just trying to put out into the world. And I want to say a big thank you to Monica for allowing us to have a little bit more insight into what motivates her, you know, where she's been, where she's going. And I just want to say thank you again. Mm. for listening Mm -hmm. it really does mean the world to us that we get to keep doing this and creating more ripples so thank you yes thank you everybody thank you for supporting and sending you all so much love yes 